This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. Welcome into the Teammates Mentoring Hour. I am Rico. This is 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. If you're watching on the stream, you're wondering, where's Rico? Well, we only have three cameras in here, so I figured my face doesn't need to be up there. I'm not that important. And uh, yeah, but if you are watching on the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, thank you for tuning in. Again, this is the Teammates Mentoring Hour. And if you have any questions for our mentors right here, uh, you can text in or call in 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Again, I am Rico, and I am joined by three wonderful human beings, three teammates, mentors, Jeff Lindquist. Jeff, say hello. Hello. And get right up on the right up. Pull the mic a little closer to you. Don't be afraid. You got to get right up on there so we can hear you. All so right. we got Jeff Lindquist, Reed McConnell. Hi there. I just make just let me know if I'm saying the names right or if I'm saying them wrong. Don't don't be afraid. Call me out. <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to it. And Jim Bennett. Yep. Hi Rico. All right. So Jeff, Reed, Jim, welcome in. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to stop by a radio station and do a radio show uh, to talk about your wonderful experiences as teammates. Uh, and we'll go around the table and we'll kind of talk about, you know, introduce ourselves and, and uh, let the people know exactly who you are. I guess we'll start with Jeff. Sure. Thanks, Rico. My name is Jeff Lindquist. I've been doing teammates. We were talking a little bit earlier for, I'm on my 18th year now. So I've had wow. two different teammates. Um, both of my teammates that I've worked with, I've, I took them from fourth grade till they graduated in high school. It's been a great experience. I, the biggest thing at, my, at the beginning was, did I have enough time? Got plenty of time to do it. So there's no excuses for not being a teammate. It's great. Wow, Reed? Yeah, absolutely. So this is my sixth year uh, as a part of teammates, and I'm on my third match. So I've uh, tended to lean towards the high school students, so something where uh, my wife was a high school teacher, and she came home from uh, one of their events one day and shared how there was a teammate um, individual who came in and said that there were hundreds of uh, students waiting for matches. And I said, you know what, I don't know, you know at that point in my career what it's going to look like if I'm still going to be in the same area, the same space. And I said, you know what, though, I can make a few-year dedication. I can make this work. I can try this out and do. And uh, joined in, and have, I've loved the experience. So I'm on my, my third match and just have had an, an incredible experience and an incredible time with it. Hey, Jim? Yeah, I'm on my fifth year mentoring. Um, I'm also my fifth year being the coordinator of Teammates of Lincoln as well. So when I started five years ago, I took on a match, and then I have now I have two matches that are both juniors at two different high schools here in town. Oh, wow. So okay, so I just have a question, and then Reed kind of explained his. But how how did how did you guys get started with teammates? You know, what was the experience like? You know, first, you know, getting introduced to it, and then getting your first match. How how I don't know if intimidating is the right word. I guess it might be the right word. Intimidating was it to, to meet your match for the first time uh, before getting to know them and then having, you know, especially for you, the, the, the long, the long outstanding relationship with them. When I first started the uh, a girl at work that I was working with said, Hey Jeff, I think you'd be a really good teammate. And why don't you try it? And at that time I was like, eh, I've got too much things, too many things going on. I don't have enough time to do it. It's really not – I'm kind of out of my comfort zone. She said, no, you're going to do, do it, and, and, and you're going to have fun doing it. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. So <laughs> I eventually got matched up, and at that time, 
when I was working, I said, okay, what, what uh, location can I go to? And, and I worked it to say I'm over at Morley Elementary, Lux Middle School, kind of on the east side of town. So at that time, I said, what's the best route um, to meet with, meet with my student and is close to work? So uh, when, I, when I met up with him, he was a shy kid. He didn't say a whole lot. Matter of fact, when I met with him most of the times, we would play some computer games and do different things on uh, there at school. And I kept asking myself, am I making a difference? Mm-hmm. And that was my biggest issue was I'm, I'm spending an hour of my time going over, helping with this kid, sitting there, hanging out. And I, I'll never for, forget because he was in fourth grade. And one day he said, hey, thanks for coming. And at that point in time, I was like, I am making a difference in this kid's life. Um, previously, like I said, there wasn't that much connection but of course, when you got a fourth grader, they don't speak a whole lot. Um, he was pretty shy, but eventually, you know, we, we worked on different things and, and became good friends and throughout the whole process. So, um, it, like I said, it takes time, but it's a great process and a great program to help these kids that maybe don't have what we have as far as some of the, um, either on a, on a parent life, maybe they're with a single family home or whatever, Th- there's some things that, that you can work with them and just showing up and being there. And that's at the end of the day, when they say, Hey, thanks for coming. That's that really solidified my relationship with him and uh, knew that I was doing the right thing. What is it like to, you know, watch this kid grow up? Like, is it, I, I don't know the feeling, but maybe it feels like watching them grow up. It feels as if, you know, you're, you're a massive part of their life. What is it like to, to, since you were with them from fourth grade through high school, what was it like to watch them, you know, go through everything and you're talking to them for an hour a day, learning everything about them. How did that, how did that feel to just be there with, with them? Well, my current teammate that I have currently down at Lincoln high, he's a senior. And so I've um, really developed with him. We play basketball, we play football. That's what we pretty much do during our hour that we're together. And to see him grow from a very shy child to an outgoing student now that plays football that plays basketball that plays track um you you become part of that person and watching them grow is similar to i've I've got two kids and so i always relate back they're younger uh, one's younger one's older but i always you know when when i'm with my teammate i'm thinking okay what's going on at school that maybe i can take back home with me Mm -hmm. and talk to my kids about it's great because you get to be involved in the school system. You get to meet with teachers, the the coordinator, potentially the principal, see what's going on in, in their lives. So um, to see him grow out of his shell that was real quiet to become a young man that now he's potent, you know, looking at maybe going to college here next year. And, and you just look back. I, I think I get more out of it than probably he does, which I think most <laughs> you guys would probably say the same thing Absolutely. too Absolutely. on that. And his freshman year he got cut from basketball I don't know who took it harder me or him because (laughs) I wanted to see him he you know like I said we did that all the time we'd shoot hoops and play basketball and for him to get cut that year I felt so bad for him so the following year he's like well I'm gonna go out for basketball and I go you bet you are I said you're a good basketball player and you've got the potential to make the team and we were talking a little bit earlier, the uh, assistant athletic director down there, Rich Bolin, did a great job with my teammate and saying, you're going to do it. 
and, and let's make the team. And sure enough, he made it. When The one time after, after the practices and the tryouts were, um, we went, I went down, down and met with him. And I'm like, hey, so, you know, you're walking on eggshells because yeah. you're not sure what, what happened. And he's like, well, yeah, I made it. I made the team, <laughs> you know, so now he's a contributing. So it's just great to see those students and those kids that are in the teammates program evolve and become young men, young women. And I think all of, all of us would say, as far as mentors, that we're doing a, a great job getting these people to the next level. And hopefully, you know, five years, 10 years down the road, when they look back on it and say that having a mentor was one of the best things I could ever do. Mm-hmm. Because I know that, like I said, I get way more out of it it's like a great day you know it's like going to recess <laughs> so we get to go play basketball and get to go play football for an hour um so yeah so it's great to see these kids grow and develop into to young adults that hopefully um you know m- maybe they're um, having some issues with school or whatever it may be that there are re- different reasons why they're all in the teammates program but the ultimate goal is to make and maybe break that cycle that maybe they had a rough childhood or something. And and now when they get to be an adult, they're doing a lot more good and breaking that cycle of maybe some different things that, you know, as, as coach Osborne always says, whenever I hear him talk, he always talks about what's the, one of our biggest issues in society today, it's the family structure mm-hmm. and single parents and, you know, kids growing up with single, without maybe males in their lives and those types of things. So for me, it was an opportunity to say, I've got two kids at home that I'm going to raise. And what can I do else to make the world a better place? What can I do to make my teammate, when he gets to be an adult, look back and say, hey, that was a great opportunity. And I think that's what teammates um, program does. It, It helps puts a vision and puts a future for these kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read, Jim, don't, don't be afraid to, to hop in whenever you guys want. Yeah, I, mean, I was kind of taking, taking the mic there. It's I don't all good. Know, I mean, you know, it's, you know back to your job, Rico. I mean, look, if you want to come in here and just talk for a couple hours, I'm good with it. I'm sure you'd be more than welcome. That's what uh, I signed up for. I was like, I want to hear his story. Let me, let me. Yeah, let me come in here and just listen to him real quick. I'd be fine with that. And I, I guess, you know, back to the first question, I guess yeah, I asked you guys the same thing is how did you get started and how was it meeting your, your uh, mentor or your mentee for the first time? Yeah, I, it's kind of funny. I, I'm on my third pairing, and my first one, it didn't actually work out. It was the stuff that, uh, you know, we tried to meet up and do. They had had a former uh, mentor pairing, um, but those first kind of things, they'd had troubles with school attendance. And so it was that tough thing that we walked in. We didn't really have a relationship. Uh, you know, we started for scheduled for a second period of the day, and I'd show up, and I'd wait. And I'd wait, and it's like, is he going to show up today and those things? And what didn't those things? But that's where he was able to say, you know what, this maybe isn't that right, you know, that right meeting, that right pairing, that right thing. Um, so it's a little bit of a, like, okay, what does that look like? And they said, okay, this pairing didn't work out. Would you like to try another? I'm like, absolutely. You know, absolutely want to try this again. Because again, it's the thing too, that as a mentor, you're just looking to show up and be there for them. This isn't something that you go, oh, I'm going to be that, you know, have to be that parental figure. I have to be that person. I have this thing. It's like, if I can just show up and be present for them and do those different things. And you know, if for that mentee, that wasn't that right pairing at that right time, I'm not that right thing. That's okay. I'm not going to take that person. I'm going to try this again. Got that second pairing. And it was, it was an entirely different connection. It was that stuff to say, hey, you know, this one, we were just able to chat and connect and do, and they, they love doing puzzles. So, you know, we'd come in, and every week it's going there and finding that 
puzzle, we try big puzzles, small puzzles, connecting, doing it. Just that's how we'd open up with our with our chatter and our conversation that I'd be hearing about them. Or they might have, you know, stuff going on at home, but it's the, the celebrations, the challenges, the struggles and all that stuff. And, you know, initially when they were kind of talking that, you know, for a lot of different students, they, they all have to say that they want to be a part of this. It's mm-hmm. never forced on a student. It's never something to say, hey, you know what, you have this challenge thing. We're going to we're going to put you in a teammate situation. It's opened up to them to say, we have an opportunity. Is this something you'd like to explore? Is this something you'd like to do? And so that's the great thing is that if, if that student isn't feeling it, if they aren't saying, hey, this is this, you know, adding fulfillment for me, those things, they can try another pairing. They can find that new opportunity. Um, but with this student, it was great because we were just able to connect and do. And so I was able to stick with them through through graduation. And that was during some of the early stages of pandemic. And so we had to take a little bit of a break because we didn't know what it looked like to keep on some of those mentor pairing. But I could still keep on reaching out and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about you, hoping things are going well. And we're able to kind of reconnect after getting that some of that stuff figured out. But, you know, I just even realized how important some of the mentorships have been in my life. You know, those things that if I didn't have those people for me, uh, how hard that'd be. And it's like just simply being there um, for those students. And again, so I've, and a new pairing that I've been with them for a, a year. And again, it was, you know, started off just over Zoom. And so what does this look like to have that? It's hard to, you know, make a connection to say, hey, we're going to be this, you know, personal, uh, deep opportunity. But mm-hmm. it was so fantastic. And I laughed too. You talk about uh, playing the basketball, the football, the things like that. Uh, we got to first meet in person, wasn't over the summer, um, I went to the school and I showed up and I was in my work clothes and, uh, we played basketball and, uh, that's when I learned that I need to make sure that I have an opportunity. (laughs) That's not just my work clothes, uh, to go and play some basketball (laughs) with my mentee. But, um, it's one of those things that you don't really know what you're walking into, but just having that open mind. And the great thing is, it's not like you have to be that teacher, that father, that all those things, you just got to show up and just, you know, let them know that you're there. Um, and you, and you care about them and you know, it's whatever they want to make out of that experience as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Jim, how did you get started in your first meeting? And well, yeah. So, so you mentioned that idea of maybe being a little intimidated by it or a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's important for people to understand is that that's probably pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing youth work out of college, uh, 1993, got my first job working with kids in a psychiatric hospital. Um, went, moved to the juvenile detention center here in town, got into juvenile justice, went to the administrative office of probation, worked with kids for 25 years, took this job at teammates and, uh, I said, give me, give me someone who'd be tough to match. Cause you know, I just thought, you know, my background, I wanted, and, uh, they, they matched me with a young man and, and first day I, I found myself with butterflies in my stomach and I and, you know I've been working with I work with thousands of kids in my lifetime and but it's like the the imp, the reality of going and and creating a relationship with a young man diff, is different than doing youth work or working in the schools it's, this is this is a potential lifelong friendship mm-hmm. and so I found myself a little bit a little bit nervous and, and I, I, was, I was wasn't sure what to do with those that, that kind of feeling well went um, met with him liked him right off the bat mm-hmm. Uh, wicked funny, just really funny, uh, a biting funny though. Like a like a, he's, he's a tough kid. He, he's he's a good kid. Uh, really smart, really smart. Hates school, and that's where he was struggling. He mm. just doesn't like going to school, and that's where they, they that's why people identified him as he just kind of would like to have a another adult in his life to kind of talk through that with him. And so we started talking and and getting to know each other and had some had some good and bad moments. And what I learned about him was that he doesn't know how to like give in a conversation, like nod or smile or give, just listens, just listens. And so you don't know what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. And that was hard because sometimes you'd leave and be like, that was great. And sometimes I'd leave him and go, 
what just happened there? I'm not sure what that was, yeah. right? But it, you know, we worked through it, and then I did the same thing that you kind of did. I like, did he, does he want me to be there? Is he getting anything out of it? And I started my 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 brain, my youth work brain said, I know this works. This works. It works pretty darn almost all the time. It just does. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my heart was saying, wouldn't it be terrible if he didn't want me to be here and I'm showing up? And so I asked the facilitator, which is what we. What we want everyone to do. Every school's got a facilitator that helps you out. You can always call our office too. There's lots of people around to help, and I hope you guys feel the same. Uh, and I asked, I just asked her. I said, "What does he want me to be here?" She's like, "He's talking about you, man. I think you're doing just fine." So we just let it ride. And sure enough, it was at the end of the school year. In a letter he wrote to me, uh, he wrote a letter and said, "Just said thanks for being my teammate." Um, and but then there was a P.S. on it. It said, "You better be my teammate again next year." That's awesome, right? So that's <laughs> when I knew it's like. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for doing that for me. Because I, I probably didn't need it. I probably would have been fine, and we would have. But now we're going on five years, and it's it's such a different relationship than it was, you know, five years ago. It's just a way different experience. He's way, way more mature. We sit down and we talk and we converse and mm-hmm. talk about. He's now thinking about college, and I'm telling you, five years ago, wow, that wasn't a thing. All right, so that's not. He's also thinking about, you know, maybe I should be a plumber, and he's like talking about these, you know, what's going to happen in a, in two years from now. Just letting you in on the little, the little intricacies of his life. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that's extremely fulfilling. And whenever yeah. you go and the more that your your mentees open up to you, I'm sure that 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 makes you feel a lot better inside that everything is working out. And right. So you mentioned, you know, going to meet your mentee in your work clothes. How often do your mentees, you know, maybe the first couple of times that they meet up with you, they ask you about, you know, what you do for a job and, and how like I, I like. I'm trying to think of how I want to phrase this question. How often do they ask you about your job and, and like how, how interested are they most of the time? That's, I mean, for all three of you, I guess. Yeah, I'd say for mine, it was the stuff. It was just the, you know, initial just get to know you. But I also found, uh, you know, that was part of the initial stuff was we had Zoom. So we couldn't, you know, distract with some of the activities. I think that um, is different for that first time in that way whereas, versus with some of my previous ones, it was a lot of that, like, okay, what are we going to be doing? You know, how are we going to be spending our time together and do that? Uh, it's a lot of the, you know, trying to probe us to like, what do you, what, what can we do mm-hmm. that you're going to enjoy this, that you don't just want to be there, escape out of class. Um, you do want to have this to be a, a relationship, this mm-hmm. kind of connection and doing and stuff. So um, I think it's great to be able to understand. And that's one of the things that I love about the teammates program too, with the pairings is that they already ask a lot about, you know, what it is that you're interested in, what are some of the things that you do so they can find a pairing that you're already going to have a connection with. So I think it's just kind of to go, okay, you know, sometimes you have those pre-meetings with, you know, the coordinator to say, hey, you guys already have a little bit of this, you know, shared interest and stuff. So it's, I think definitely making them aware of a lot of stuff you do. But, you know, some of the things that we talk about is even, you know, my, my teammates really interested in Dungeons and Dragons. And I go, I've never done it. I've never done it before, <laughs> but I'm really interested. You know, I, I play video games. I've done these different things. And so actually starting next week, we're going to be starting a campaign that we're just going to go through oh. and do so I can learn those different things to <laughs> to do it's the stuff that i enjoyed playing sports in high school and they're very competitive i laugh but you know they don't just want to play catch they want to play catch for points who is it that can make the most catches who can make the better throws and do those different things and so i love that that it's not just that like oh it's not a you know career interest thing is this what you want to do but it's just the hey how can we just be you know people together it's that person you say hey you know the same way that you have with your friends that we can just kind of chat and do and um, get to know that it, I think it definitely helps that they know about you and what you're interested in. And so you mm-hmm. can kind of talk about like those things, but 
again, it's just showing up and just having that, that fun time together that, like you said, sometimes it's that, that recess, but I love it because it's that recess with a great dialogue, great conversation. And you know, you let your move in the needle that it's not just the, you know, anybody could show up next week and take my spot playing catch and they'd be just as happy. It's like, no, they, I know that we're really making that connection and they appreciate when I'm there. And, um, you know, those things that I just really enjoy getting to spend that time with them as well. And so good days, bad days, it's probably easy on the good days, I, I would guess. But how do you guys handle, you know, if your mentee's having a bad day, you go in there and you can kind of see it on their face, especially if you've been with them for a while, you know, you know them. So how do you how do you handle that? How do you go into that situation and and, you know, attempt to make it better or just kind of listen to them, I guess? Yeah, I'll just take that real quick. Yeah. That. It, what I've found is that early on it's hard because you don't you're building a relationship right so you mm -hmm. they may not want to talk to you about the bad day and there were there was one time in particular something was going on in school um something with a locker and they were looking in his locker i don't know what it was i still don't know what it was but he couldn't focus he just couldn't focus mm -hmm. so i just said hey why don't i come back again later why don't i why don't we shoot for tomorrow and just see if we can do it, make this better. And so I did that. I let it, I let him have his space and let. It, but what I found now is, and I think you guys probably feel the same. Now he wants to talk about it. Now he wants to process it. Now he wants to. He trusts me. He trusts me now. And so the relationship is much different. It's it, we're in our fifth year. I mean, this is, you know, I, I mean, we probably talk more to them than some of their family members about about stuff that that they don't talk to family about. You mm -hmm. know, so. Um, we're not replacing family. We're not mm. substitute family members. We're, we're carrying adults who create relationships, but at the same time they trust us and they, and they, so for me, it hasn't been, that hasn't been an issue with either of my mentees since probably the first few months of the, of the relationship. But yeah, I mean, so, you know, some are, I, I like it every time now. It, mm. it actually, every time we leave, even if we just have to cut it short for a reason or whatever, it's still a great meeting. still works good. Yeah, Jim, I think you make a good point, too. It's developing that trust because we come into a situation where we're a person off the street and are we going to be there next week or are we not going to be there? And so I know that's what teammates really wants, to, that commitment, and they would love to see you go from third or fourth grade through high school. And obviously that doesn't work. Um, my situations have been unique and that, you know, I'm going to get another one through graduation, which is awesome. Um, but I know when, when my mentee and, and myself meet, I, I think both of us, I put work to, to the side. He puts mm -hmm. school to the side. Not so much. I mean, we'll talk about school a little bit here and there, <laughs> but it's more or less, how can we spend that hour enjoying, you know, conversation or, you know, playing sports and those, those types of things that we're doing activity wise. Um, so as far as from bad days you can tell i mean they're kids yeah. they're, they're they're teenagers and you kind of have to just work around it with your mentee to mm -hmm. say okay but the thing that i also enjoy is that i can take and i, I don't share any conversations with my family but they know that i've got a, a teammate and matter of fact they'll see each other on the football field my son's a junior and, yeah. and my mentee's a senior you know and, and they converse with each other which is cool and but I don't ever go back and say, well, here's what we were talked about or anything mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. But it's so, occasionally you'll get get that conversation going, something that maybe is going on at school or something that's you're like, well, wait a minute, I'm a parent and I don't know about half the things that go on in school, <laughs> which 
is the case, you know, but at least then I can take it home and say, Hey, what, what, what's going on or what is this? And they're like, Oh dad, come on. <laughs> you, you should know that. I'm like, sorry, I don't. But, um, so it's always, like I said, you, you develop that trust and, and be able to talk about those things at, at school with your mentee. Mm-hmm. I think that's the great thing too, is that when they are having that trouble someday that, I think that sometimes it's easier for them to talk to you because you're not the counselor. You're not that person who's trying to solve the problem for them. You're not the teacher that they have that issue with. You're just truly that person off the street that they've developed that relationship with that they don't have to worry about any judgment. You know, that's a a critical part of being their teammate is that you're not there to fix them. You're not there to be their counselor. You're not there to just things. You're just there to, you know, whatever they need in that moment. And so, like I said, it's, it's the great thing too is that you're not just sitting at a table for, an hour, and sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes it's that conversation, but oftentimes it's that what are we doing in that activity? And that's what I found too is that with my, you know, especially my last teammate, uh, for some of the stuff. But you know, it's when working on that puzzle. There's sometimes that they just needed to have, you know, hey, they got to just focus on a puzzle. They just got to have that time, but it's a little bit of an escape. I need to get out of that situation, and I'm just able to do this thing and have that enjoyable activity. But it's amazing about halfway through that puzzle sometimes when you're in that meeting, and then it cracks open and they go oh man, so this is that thing that's kind of bothering me to do. And you're like, okay, you know, I gave you the space for it, that if you want to talk about it today, if you want to wait till next week, whatever that is, but um, this is just an opportunity to be able to connect and do those things. But the biggest thing is going, I'm not going to make your day worse. There's nothing that I'm going to look to do to say, I'm not going to pressure you to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to force you to change your thing. I'm not going to try and go, oh, but you have to understand it from the other person's side. It's often just to say, hey, I'm here to, to be as a resource for you. What do you need in this moment? And if that's just being a distraction, I'm happy to be a distraction as well. Just going to be a soundboard. Just let, them, just let them talk to you and you just kind of sit there. I'm sure that's happened many times for you guys. But that's going to do it for the first segment of the Teammates Mentoring Hour. When we get back, we've got some more questions for these guys. Let's see if, uh, let's see if they can answer them. Uh, we'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> 